everyone. Welcome to the Higher Points Podcast. I'm Nick Sowers here in the studio with my buddy Nate Hyatt. We're coming at you with another To The Point. And this is just our opportunity to kind of take 30 minutes or so, sometimes 45, just to kind of tell you about our week, what's been going on, what's been bouncing around in our mind. Just something short for you to listen to, maybe on your way to work. That doesn't take up too much of your time, but uh, will also maybe hopefully help you learn something or let you know maybe something that we've learned. So um, the thing I wanted to kind of talk about was I'm doing phase two of Live Hard right now. And uh, man, your body butter is good stuff. My phone's like slipping out of my hand. <laughs> um, I finished up a book. Uh, by the way, that was not a shameless plug. That was not an ad for High Point Farms' body butter, their best seller. Handmade in-house. Yeah, not not an ad though. Soiled oil, pain relief, <laughs> joint pain, uh, <laughs> sinus, <laughs> headaches. <Kiss. laughs> uh, not no, an ad, though. No shame. Not an ad. Not an ad. www.highpointfarms.com. <laughs> is that the actual address? Yeah. And farms is PH, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, the book that I just finished uh, while I was um, f- started in on Live Hard Phase 2. And I'm on day like six-ish or seven, something like that. Haven't really been paying too close of attention to that. Um, so far, that's been kind of interesting because it almost feels like phase two is like a respite time. It's weird. And I'm trying not to let my brain get too comfortable because I'm not having to do the cold showers, the extra tasks, and the stuff that comes with like live hard phase one. <clears throat> so this actually feels easy. So 75 hard was hard. But now that I'm kind of like done it and done it multiple times, like it's this, this feels like nothing. So, uh, but anyway, back to the original thing here was I'd finished up Philip Keller's book called the shepherd trilogy. And it's like, it's like, it's an over a 400 page book. And inside of this book, it has his book called a shepherd's look at the 23rd Psalm, a shepherd's look at the good shepherd, and then a shepherd's look at the lamb of God. So, the first one is a shepherd's look at like the 23rd Psalm where he spends a lot of time literally comparing us as human beings to sheep. He is an actual shepherd and he takes his time to kind of explain how we are kind of dumb and as a, as a whole species, like we just go out and do things that don't make sense or that aren't maybe necessarily good for us. And we can, we spend a bunch of time on the podcast talking about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or if we're not, if we're not shepherded by a proper shepherd, <clears throat> we can potentially ruin land. So if you leave sheep to their own devices, they take the same paths over and over and over, and then they rut things out. And then eventually now water will start to go into those areas and rut it out even worse and just start to wash it away. They'll overeat certain areas. All the good vegetation's gone. Yeah. And so unless you have a good shepherd that helps move them around to different pastures and helps move them to different ways around the pasture and stuff, you kind of are left with a barren wasteland. So he's comparing that to, you know, God obviously is our shepherd and basically keeping us from make having a barren wasteland for a life and keeping us moving around and challenging us. And um, it was just an interesting thought process and mindset that I hadn't really seen in a book before. And uh, that's the first part on that. Did that key anything there for you to, talk about it all <sighs> mr tired we're both tired like we're both like we were we just finished supper and we were both like all right time to go to bed today's podcast is going to be all right everyone thanks for listening see you next week have a good week <laughs> um you know i was just going to talk a little bit about uh 
you know, just life recently, I guess. You know, it's been, uh, these last two weeks have been a grind, it feels like. Just struggling to make it to the gym, struggling to get everything done at work, struggling to make payroll at times, you know. Um, but we've done it. Made it to the gym most of the days that I should have. <laughs> well, you're saying you're feeling stronger, so that's Yeah, good. yeah, it is. I've um, been working out with some other people and... Um, deadlifts gone up and my squats gone up and we're just trying to rebuild the base and I still don't have any idea when I'm going to compete next. Um, but I just want to get some of those numbers back up before I go back and compete again in a heavyweight class for sure. Yeah. I've been, I've been basically just kind of applying the basic fundamental foundational things that Felicia taught me, um, working a lot on like stabilizing muscles and stuff too, with the hips and, Mm -hmm. Or like, uh, I really don't like doing uh, Bulgarian split squats, but I've been doing those. And, you know, it's been nice because the, the time in the gym is shorter. So it feels like I have more time to kind of get other things done and stuff like that. But the, the scale is still moving in a decent direction. I have lost some muscle mass, but I'm still trending downwards in weight and downwards in fat mass. But like the the fat or the muscle mass hasn't been trickling off in the same like the same fashion. Yeah. So that's still decent and feeling pretty good. Uh, I will say right now, I haven't had a tee shot in a week, week and a half or so because I'm waiting for them to show up in the mail. I did not realize that this is the way I feel all the time. Like I used to feel all the time. Like holy cow, I'm just so tired. Got the brain fog all that good stuff. And I'm just like, wow, mm-hmm. like I can't believe this is the way I used to just operate. Like this was just what I felt daily. I've probably, I've probably spent more on energy drinks. And that was like one thing that in my diet that I allowed, as long as it wasn't like sugar filled energy mm-hmm. drinks, you know, that I could have, because I know the way that, you know, with sleep and with the way work goes and the family and stuff like that, like sometimes I need one. I need some caffeine this week. I have, consumed probably two to three every day just to just to even feel like somewhat normal including coffee so sometimes it would be you know an energy drink plus coffee or a couple energy drinks and a coffee so really looking forward those are supposed to come in the mail tomorrow and i'm really looking forward to that happening yeah very much so yep that's understandable i've been the same way with energy drinks just been i don't know not sleeping great and lots on my mind and need to start using some of my CBD more often. <laughs> well, it's not like you don't have access to plenty of it. I preach it, but I don't use it all the time like I should, you know, <laughs> to get good rest and that kind of thing. That's the biggest, one of the most underrated parts of your fitness journey, I feel mm. like, is the sleep you get so you can recover. Yeah. Both physically and <clears throat> mentally recover. That's that's kind of the way I always explain it to people when they when they're like, hey, Nick, because they've seen what I've done and they, they think that I'm some fitness guru, which... I am not. Um, they they say like, hey, can you make a workout plan for me or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, no. But the first things first is what's your sleep like? Because mm-hmm. like to me, that is like literally the, the foundational base of the pyramid that is your life. Yep. And then and then if they're like, oh, well, you know, like I, I don't sleep great. And I'm like, well, I mean, you'll you'll make some progress if you go to the gym, but you won't make as good a progress as if you got your mm-hmm. sleep under control. And so I'll always tell them, like, you know, sleep is the first thing. You know, food is the next peer or, you know, tier of that. And then after that is your gym. And then after that at the very top is now starting to change up supplementation. 
Yep. <clears throat> That's the way I kind of always preach that. And again, I have no degrees. Because a lot of those things like they try to supplement like is for getting better rest and recovery and this and that, you know, and if you're taking care of your body in the ways it needs to be taken care of, you don't have to spend as much in the end on supplements because supplements are expensive. Very much you so. You know, like if you can just stick to like supplementing some protein and like a pre-workout, you know, that's it's still expensive. You know, I probably spend, I don't know, probably close to $100 a month on protein and pre-workout, you know, yeah. between two jugs of it basically. Um, but, you know, you, you start getting into reds and greens and vitamins and all that stuff. Yep. You get up in $200 range right. in a hurry, especially if you're ordering first form stuff. Yeah, easily. <laughs> but at least with them, you know, you're getting good stuff. Yeah. Not a shameless plug. Um, but the, um, the next thing is on, on that, that book. So we talked about the first part of the trilogy. The next part was a shepherd's look at the good shepherd. <clears throat> so he was basically then basically comparing how, a more in-depth look of how the worldly shepherds kind of mimic what it is that God was as our shepherd. Um, that one didn't speak to me as much. Like I can't really comment too much in that one. But then the last one was a shepherd's look at the lamb of God. And essentially that one was like, he compares a, um, uh, it's like the, they, they call it a, a certain kind of, uh, sheep. It's like the apple of my eye, but they call it a specific sheep. I can't remember the name of it for for the life of me right now. Yeah, I'm drawing. But it's it's basically the pet sheep, mm-hmm. um, like the shepherd's pet, teacher's pet kind of thing. And it's a sheep that has been hand raised by the shepherd from from the time it was born, and it's always with the shepherd. It's always got this special relationship, and as a result it can go out into the field and follow the sheep because sheep kind of wander and follow each other. So that sheep will go out and kind of get the ones that are lost and everything and then follow the, the other sheep will follow it. It will follow the shepherd and bring it back. So that was kind of how he was saying that the, that the lamb of God, that Jesus was that sheep that was going out to find all of the lost Mm -hmm. and lead them back. Or one of the, like the 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 sheep dogs kind of, you know, going out and finding the lost ones. So, um, uh, it was just, it was a 400 page book and, you know, there's obviously, I could sit here and talk about the book for ages, but, um, I don't want to take up, you know, too much of the time because most of the time I'm talking and, you know, it's okay for you to talk once in a while. Well, I mean, it, I think that that applies to life today. Like we've got a lot of leaders that are leading us in the wrong directions, you know, from a governmental standpoint. I mean, a lot of it focuses on that in my opinion, but even like certain bosses and that kind of thing. They get away from the, uh, the leadership styles of servant leadership, I guess. And like, this is a dictatorship, not a democracy or an oligarchy. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people who are figuring out that that ain't the way to do it. Well, it's actually funny that you bring up that leadership side of things because everybody knows the endeavor that I'm getting ready to venture into in politics. Mm -hmm. And so I took a screenshot of this and I sent this to like my, I guess like political team, whatever you want to call it. So they were this in the book, this was the author illustrating what it was, what Jesus was like essentially on earth and how he, what he accomplished and how he accomplished. And so he says, yet his way of going about such grand schemes puzzled and perplexed them. 
He never established a power base for himself. He never formed any political party. He never forged any links with the ecclesiastical hierarchy of the day. He never made any attempt to manipulate people. No committees were commissioned to make study of the current economic climate. He never used any subtlety or diplomacy to try to inaugurate himself with those in positions of power or prestige. And so I told them that, you know, I was like, you know, I, I am not Christ. So that's the first thing I want to give the disclaimer here. But that is a really good foundational framework of what I want to see, like how I want like my campaign to basically be run. You know, I, I am not here to, you know, necessarily like kiss up to people, but I'm not going to treat them badly either. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want to be like, here I am. Here's what I bring to the table and, you know, use me, you know, use me for your uses to so you're not accomplish gonna go, a goal. I'm not going to go kiss and ask for campaign donations. So I don't know. It depends on the size of the donation. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also interesting because I'm learning a lot of stuff too. I got a packet in the mail from the Kansas uh, Ethics Commission about like, like say you know you donate to me. Oh, there's you only... just take that ethics deal and just throw it in the trash can. No. That's what most politicians do. <laughs> okay, well I'm not most politicians. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, that's one of the things I'm standing on is that I'm not most politicians. Oh, okay, um, but like there are only certain amounts. Like say you you could only donate a certain amount to mm -hmm. me, like as one person. Um, now the interesting part is, then your corporation could donate a certain other. Well, amount I can donate to me. from every LLC, <laughs> right? That actually that is true. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just like trying to keep track of all that and keep all that in mind, and then it's like, okay, you know, now you're getting signatures. Now you've made a public declaration of candidacy, so now you need to fill this form out and that form out. But then you can't fill this form out because you're technically not a candidate yet to declare a candidacy. And I'm like, wait a minute, I thought you just said that I publicly declared that I was a candidate. Wait, what? I'm trying to make sense of all this, and it doesn't make any sense. This is a government for you, all yeah. the red tape. Yeah, it's 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 been an interesting learning process, but I do have to give props. There's a lady there um, that's just phenomenal. Um, and he, when I call, they, they're they super cool about answering questions. They're like, hey, we get it. You haven't done this before. Where, where is she? Uh, Kansas Ethics Commission Okay, in Topeka. And, you know, I just call and I'm like, hey, you know, help me understand this. And they, they're just like, hey, here you go, A, B, and C, and boom, you know, make it easy to really easy to understand. And they're always really receptive, really responsive. And so I have nothing to complain about when it comes to that. Well, that's good. I'm sure it'll get worse before it gets better. They probably but, aren't very busy most of the time. Well, they aren't busy right now. It's not election season. Yeah. and So it's a good time to learn. Hmm? I said they just went out of session. Yeah. Well, I'm saying as far as an election. Not the legislative session, but the the because now would be the time if you think about it. Like if they're thing you're trying to learn, because during election season they are going to be busy, so mm -hmm. you might not get as read, readily get a response. Be on hold for three hours. Yeah, yeah. Secretary of State. When I called them to ask them, they were like, "Well, I don't know. We've never had anyone start this early ever that mm -hmm. I know of ever." So. Yeah, you can. You can start, but you know, there's nothing illegal about it. There's no start date. There's just an end date. You know, you have to have all this paperwork in by this date. You know, mm -hmm. so that's uh that's been interesting. That's uh been my life. So no tea, still working out, <laughs> finishing a book, doing phase two, uh, and learning about politics. And I got to meet a lot of people at that uh, the Lions Air Show fly-in thing. So there was that, that was fun to walk around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, they had some pretty good ribs. I don't know who booth number five was, but if I had a ticket because I got to get a bite of one of your ribs, that you would have been my choice, whoever you are, if you happen to listen to this. 
uh, booth number five. Your ribs were the shit. They were really good. There's some cool aircraft there. Yeah. And they were given rides and stuff too. It it was it was so well attended. They ran out of tickets, <clears throat> and they they stopped taking um like names for flights in those different aircraft because they had so many. They were like, we're just done. Like we're not going to be able to even probably maybe get to everybody that's on the list today. <laughs> so there there was a decent amount of people there. Yeah, <clears throat> there was at the. They had a shuttle going back and forth between there and the um farmers market deal I was at. Oh, okay. And it was busy too. That's good. Mm-hmm. You so, guys have? Did you guys have good luck? Yeah, we did. It was one of the best weekends we've ever had, or best days. Really, it was the best day for sales we've ever had since we've been open. It's a good problem to have. Yeah, I was there in Lyons. Mom was in Wichita Century Two, and then Nelson and Grandma were actually working in here at the store. Uh, Nelly needed Grandma to hold his hand, huh? Yeah. So, strange thing. Across from me at this farmer's market deal is this, uh, they're from Lenora, Kansas. And they're yak farmers. Okay. The yaks are like little, like they look like cows basically, right? Like with longer hair. Yeah, right. And they had yak meat and they had brats and burgers and sirloins and summer sausage. That was all yak? Yep. Huh. I didn't even know that was a thing that people ate yak. But they did. They were handing us samples the whole time. And? Um, the brats and like hot links, like the jalapeno cheddar, were good. The burgers and sirloins, yeah, not, not a thing. <laughs> it was like, to me, it reminded me of like, uh, like Wild Hog. Hmm. Like you can't just eat a pork chop from Wild Hog. Like it's nasty and gamey. And, um, but you throw it in brats and sausage and that kind of stuff and it's really good. So that's that's kind of the flavor i got from it yeah huh i learned something new today yeah i had i had never seen that in my life he's like here you want to try some yak i was like sure (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) some yak burger uh, doesn't sound appetizing yeah i think andrea had one of the best weekends she had she was in canton at uh some festival there and she had a really good weekend of her jewelry it's been a struggle bus for us same, Same with way. Andrea. She made like $27 when she went to Sliner or Wichita last time. Yeah. Just with the store and everything this last month. It's uh, not this month, but the previous month was slower than this month. Turns out to be one of our best months yet. Um, but just been a freaking grind getting to that point. I haven't been there quite as much as I probably should have been. But <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it too much. You're going to be switching that central bank digital currency and everything will be fine from there. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been fun though. Been a grind. Well, uh, it's cool to hear you, that you guys had that. I mean, I know that's certainly helpful, especially in your guys' name of the game. Yeah. Yep, and we're starting to see more and more repeat customers. People are like, yeah, your stuff's awesome. Walking by the booth and this and that. It's like maybe we're doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, you guys, you guys put a lot of work into it. This isn't just something that's like. A passing thing that you do once a week, like you guys are inculcated in this. I mean, oh, man, I wish that. I always try to push more people your way because I know that you guys know it. Yeah, I wish that it was to the point where like Dad could come over here and work full time, you know, because he could. There's enough for him to stay busy forty hours a week here, you know. Maybe, maybe shortly we can get to that point. He can hey man, go, he can I go tried sell to help, CBD instead of selling. Uh, I tried to help you out on leads. He could have followed up on those for you and been busy too. Yeah. He didn't. He doesn't want to do sales. 
He's over sales. He's like, I just want to run some heavy equipment for you. I was like, no. <laughs> you're too good at talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your dad does have that gift of gab, for sure. Yeah, but I think I've got part of it, too. I, can, I feel like I can have. I'm not quite as good at it as he is, but I can still talk to talk to people. Well, he's got how many different years of experience in sales mm-hmm. compared to you? Yeah. So he knows the game. Yeah, I got to see him the other day. He was walking in the back back door there as I was driving by, and yeah. I was like, "Beep beep, Bob!" And he was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, "He came and helped me uh, in Sterling last week." There were some used oil barrels there in those the downstairs of those apartments. Took him up to Busy Bee to they use them for their heaters and stuff. But he brought the Tommy Gates. We didn't have to pick these four hundred pound barrels up into the trailer. Oh, did you get that from work? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. The uh. Uh, you're talking about him helping you with something. Else. Oh, did you end up getting that dirt contract or whatever for the electrical plant or whatever? Nope. Oh, okay. Did I you even did you even it. bid it? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay, because I saw Ravenstein there working, so I don't think you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Just wondering. That's fine. I didn't really want it anyway, so I bid <laughs> it really high. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like you don't have other things going on. How yeah. how long till you guys get the apartments up there above uh the liquor store? Like when you start on those? Tomorrow. Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. So We're going to set up gates to close down sidewalks or panels, close down sidewalks, <clears throat> start demo tomorrow afternoon probably. So how's that going to work? Are you guys going to have like uh, the big trash dumpsters like down at the bottom there on the east side or something? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you just have like ramps that like dump that in there or you just throw it out the window and call just it good? Just throw it out the window and call oh, it okay. good. Nick Taitner, you like him? Pick up the stuff that doesn't go in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> he he's really looking forward to like wanting to work for. It. He's like, "Do you think he'll hire me?" Like he's all he's all up in his head about it. Yeah. So, if not, I guess because uh, uh, my reek was one. He's like, "Man, I really need Josh to hire uh, Nate this summer." And I was like, "Uh, <laughs> I might not work out." Yeah. So maybe he can do part time at both or some shit. Well, they hired someone. Um, that does lawn care stuff. Oh. F- football player. His name's Austin. He works out in Wellness Center with us sometimes. Oh, I know him. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, uh, he works at Subway too, doesn't he? Sure. Yeah, Isn't he the guy that's always doing like the crazy ab work and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking yep, about. Yeah, he's working for Josh doing that. Doing uh, um, lawn care stuff. I've seen him over at Jefferson doing stuff there. So Gotcha. Well, I think that was a nice, crisp, short update. Yep. We can get that done. We can do uh, the outro. Stop boring people. They can finally move on to their next podcast. Yep. And we can go to bed. And you guys can come say hi. Say hi to me at the apartments. I'll be there all week. Yeah, that's it. Like, Actually, uh, I'll be there the next 12 weeks probably. Yeah, the, the 100 block of South Broadway. Yep, right above the liquor store. Right above the liquor store. You can see Nate screwing everything up. Hopefully not. <laughs> I'm just joking. With the plans you guys have that were made for you, you better not because everything is lined out to the T. It is. It is. Which is nice for you. Yep. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the higher points and uh, to this episode of To The Point. And we hope you have a good week and we appreciate the love and the shares and the likes, but uh, there's always room for more. And uh, we... um, just appreciate you, appreciate you guys listening, and uh, hope you have a good week. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>